As we head to perhaps the most beautiful track on the calendar, what Harveyisms can we expect and will the BMWs perform in the rain? Welcome back to our third preview of the British Touring Car season. We've had a week off. It feels like forever, strangely. It does. It does. Um, not as long, obviously, as the time we had off at the start of the year, but a, a week missed out feels like forever in motorsport now. I saw the wife. She's very nice. <laughs> um, looking, looking forward to Autumn Park this weekend and very much to the weather forecast. Yeah, so we're expecting... Well, we're expecting, but this being Britain, we'll probably end up getting searing heat. But the <laughs> the rumour on the weather apps are rain, rain, cold and rain. Yeah, and that has been sort of like half confirmed today with Creasy putting stuff up on his Instagram story saying that there is already rain at the track while well, they were getting set up. It was pouring down. Um, so, yeah, it should make for an interesting weekend. At present, we're looking at highs of 17 on the Sunday, which Ooh, is cool. Scorching. Cool, well, considering we were looking at highs of 34 last time yeah. out, um, that is cool. Uh, and of course, the, the best place to start with that is that Championship leader Colin Turkton, BMWs famously don't go well in cooler conditions. Don't go well in cooler conditions and not particularly well in the rain. No. Um, especially with some weight on board. And this was the point that Colin was making last time out of brands that it was unexpected to be so hot, but he's got to make the most of those weekends as when the later part of the season comes and considering we're going into the autumn and the winter this season that yep. is going to get co even colder perhaps even some snow in the later part of the season Who yeah knows? and you've got to think after this they're going straight up to knock hill which you yep. don't expect to be warm either so he he's definitely got to make hay while the sun shines um and try and push on as much as he can at the start of the championship when hopefully the conditions are better for him and given how much BMW dominated this track last year, where Turkin hmm. took a first, a first, and an eighth, Jordan took a third, a second, and a fourth, and Oliphant scored, uh, I think his that was his second podium of the year, he went on to go and get a sixth, a fourth, and a second. Yeah, it's a BMW track, isn't it? <laughs> well, it is a BMW track, but the rain could be... A leveller. A leveller, because... The, the drivers that we know go well in the rain. Camish last year at Orton Park, a second, a third, a 17th. You had a problem in the final race. I believe you got caught up in the hill and Neil incident yeah. um, in the first lap. Uh, Sutton, who also obviously goes well in the rain, his results last season uh, at this track were an 8th, a 16th and a 7th. So there or thereabouts. In Bearing a, in mind he was in the Subaru which was a bit of a barge. Absolutely and Tom Ingram uh, a 7th and 8th and a retired. I, he got from memory as well he got caught up in that accident and yep. was taken out. So those three that we kind of look to in the rain mm. uh, could that could be the leveller. It could. Um, I'm expecting the front wheel drives to, to do a lot better this weekend. Um, we saw how much that they were hurting, putting so much energy through those front tyres in the heat that we had last time out. Um, so it will be more of a leveller on that stage as well. And yeah, it will be interesting when we get to qualifying to see who can pull it out of the bag. Obviously we saw Motorbase all quick last time out. Well, will they be able to continue that? And on that, Butcher last year, a 4th, a 7th and a 5th. Yeah. So whilst, like it's not, track. Yeah, whilst it's not necessarily a... 
non-BMW power track, the protagonists in this title race got decent results there last year, by and large, by and yep. large. So what do you think we can expect from this weekend, Sam? Obviously, the weather is going to play a part. If it rains, if it doesn't rain, we might get even some mixed races where it starts off wet and ends dry or vice versa. I'd love to see races with mixed conditions this weekend. They always bring the best out of the British Touring Car drivers and give the best results, really. And you see loads of anomalies when that happens. Yeah. Um, you could see people like maybe Morgan sneaking onto the podium. Um, possibly the Hyundai's looking strong... Will they push on in the wet conditions? Well, even more slightly gambly than that. Last year, Goff took a win in the wet in yeah. the next race conditions. When when that happens, if you start on the wrong tyre and you go early enough to get it changed, yeah. anything can happen, as we saw last year with Goff winning the race at Silverstone. The only thing that frustrates me about mixed uh, condition races is that, I know it's not F1, but the pit stops are so slow in touring cars. I mean, you can, you can yeah. potentially lose two laps at some of the smaller circuits to change all four tyres. Uh, do you remember the times when they had to do individual wheel nuts? Yes. At least yeah, now yeah. they've got single wheel nuts for all wheels and they can get it over a little bit quicker. But, but you're still looking at probably above a minute stop, aren't you? Yeah. You know, Possibly even two, three minutes. So, and in the touring cars, that's a lot of time. That can potentially be two laps. I wonder whether we'll have some surprise podiums this weekend. Um, possibly maybe seeing an Audi up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to hope that <laughs> finally MB Motorsports will pull their socks up and actually gain some reliability because we know Jake Hill loved it here last season Yeah. Um, and with a better car under him hopefully um, can we see better results from him this time around yeah MB are the ones who really I think have had the worst start to the season <laughs> because expectation was so high you know, you've got two yeah. decent young up and coming drivers uh, you've then got a very good car that nearly won a championship well the main championship and did win uh, you know, independent, independent championships yeah. um, but it does seem to be it's just not the Swindon engine just isn't working with that car this year now it, it'd be odd to think it's the way that Hill drives considering that he's had Swindon engines in the past and it's not yeah. been an issue it'd be odd to think it's the way Osborne's driving as well that's causing the problem but it's also strange that they're not the only team to run Swindon engines no. far from it no. and no one else is having these problems no. <laughs> albeit we had some of the overheating problems last weekend but that was power think, steering issues and all sorts I think that was just to do with I think that was probably, probably one of the hottest touring yeah. car weekends we've ever had certainly in recent yeah. memory for me yeah. talking of up and coming stars I'm going to segue here slightly we're going to see PMR back on the grid this week we are yes um, in a utterly bizarre <laughs> How, how, how do we get into this? So, as you all know, PMR pulled out at the start of the season due to the pandemic that is currently going on that I'm sure you're pretty all aware about. Um, and then they made the announcement that they would be running single cars throughout race weekends throughout the championship season. Now, this is the announcement that they've made this week says that they're going to be running for until the end of the season yep. with hopefully a different driver each weekend however the first announcement came that Mike Bushell who we all know should have been in the Volkswagen this year obviously had pre-season injuries and wasn't sure whether he'd make it back for the start of the season and then lost his drive to Ollie Brown the scholarship winner um, he will be driving for the first two weekends at PMR and leading on from that, he will then go on to become their race engineer for the drivers that step in. Now, that part of it, for me, excellent idea. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure you agree with me on that. Yeah, I mean, he was the engineer behind Roy Butcher's success last yeah. year. Um, and in terms of putting people in the cars who are uh, up and coming to give them that experience, yeah, there's no there's no problem with that at all. I'm just completely baffled by the whole thing. Um, we were told as part of the announcements that one of the reasons was Plato didn't feel comfortable racing because he's... Uh, he won't thank me for this, but at the at-risk group. <laughs> yeah. um, his parents are so integral to the way he uh, runs race weekends are also at the at-risk group, so he yep. didn't feel as comfortable. Fair enough. Uh, and PMR rely a lot on hospitality. If you mm-hmm. go through the paddock, you'll see their tent is always very, very full, yep. but on both Saturdays and Sundays. And they felt they couldn't um, deliver um, to their sponsors and stuff like that what they need to do for a BTC experience. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting the odd weekend here or there, maybe three or four, dabbled out through the season, mm-hmm. you know, just just to basically keep the car ticking over, keep some data pouring yep. in. I certainly wasn't expecting them to sit the first two out and then decide actually we're going to compete with one car for the rest of the season. And this, to me, throws up more questions than it answers. Have they got the itch to carry on racing or are they having to pay people behind the scenes and they're having to go racing because of that? Well, the other two questions that throw, well, many questions throw up to me is that are they going to have a sponsored car or are they just going to run a blank car? Because if they're going to run a sponsored car, presumably they're getting the sponsorship money, so they've had, obviously had to backtrack on what they were saying earlier about not being able to fulfil sponsor obligations, or they've or they've reached a new agreement with them as well. Or that, or have they reached an agreement with the drivers that they're bringing in? Is Bushel bringing enough sponsorship to be able to run him for these first two weekends? That's also a possibility. That and his sponsors will be on the car for those two weekends, and then whoever comes in next will get their sponsors on the car. That's a possibility, particularly... Basically a pay drive. Which is a possibility, as PMR have the main team and that will be on yes. the car continually and I'd imagine Adrian Flux will stay because that's Plato's sponsor mm. and I imagine he'll have done perhaps a yeah. deal there the other thing there are two questions that arise for me is and whilst I don't think it's a bad idea to have up and coming drivers I think Jade Edwards is a bet I'm willing to put on that she will feature at form weekend in the car yep. is why don't, why don't you just run one driver mm. Matt Jackson who's had a year, he's had several years out. Yep. Give him a year to build the experience, all the pressure's off. Yeah. Jackson's drives the car for a year, and then you come back next year with a less rusty Jackson, with a ready to go again Plato, and you've probably got a tilt at, I wouldn't say the drivers' championship necessarily, but you've got more of a tilt with the teams maybe. Yeah. I don't understand this, and also if you're worried about money, which everybody is in this moment in time mm. I'd argue that you're more likely to get the car back in one piece with Jason controversially or, or Matt or Matt who are very experienced drivers than yep. you are letting loose scholars up and coming drivers okay you're going to vet them first you're not going to let anybody yeah. in the car did you want to drive mate well, <laughs> but but it's difficult because I'm balancing that against it is always good to try and blood some young talent in the sport the second question I have about this is what on earth is going on with Mike Bushell? Oh god! This is this is the biggest question I think this throws up. That he was obviously at the time that touring cars was due to start all the way back in March, wasn't going to be fit enough for the start of the yes. season following his skiing accident and compounded by his heart condition. Completely understand that. Yep, yep. 100%. And Team Hard had made the reference that Howard Fuller would be the driver to probably step in for him if he wasn't going to be fit in time. He was then announced that he wouldn't be fit in time and that Fuller would be stepping in for, I think, the first two rounds. Yep. And then everything got pushed back with the pandemic pandemic happening. And then we thought, great, it gives Bushel that extra time to rest up, recover, get his strength back and get his physical fitness back in order to jump into the car when the season restarts. And then almost out of nowhere, 
he's had to announce that he isn't going to be able to do it. We thought for medical reasons. Yeah. And Ollie Brown, scholarship winner, lucky man, has been put straight into a British tar- touring car drive. His dreams have all come true on one day. And Bushel's left there sitting at home going, I've, I've been unlucky again. But then t- for this drive to come out of the blue, it really doesn't make sense to me. No, and I can't imagine it's sponsorship either, because I'd have thought that Mike no. Bush would be bringing more sponsorship than Ollie Brown scholarship winner. Yeah. And also, Lord knows what's happened to Howard Fuller in all of this as well. <laughs> you know. He's probably gone back to GT racing, hasn't he? Well, maybe he'll appear in PMR for one week well, as well. Yeah. I mean, but it's just a strange one. Um, I mean, we, we can now reel off some names who I think will be in that seat. I think we'll probably see, if it doesn't clash, Max Coates perhaps get a chance. If it doesn't clash with the minis. Possibly. Um, I think we'll see... Uh, possibly Pidgeley. Do you think that at the final round of the season, Matt will actually get a drive? Because I think that could happen at the final round. Possibly, but then it just begs the question, why not just give him the Exactly, season? but with the decisions that PMR are making at the moment, then who knows? More excited, do you think we'll see Matt Neal's son have a drive in it? Oh, no. No, nor do I. No. But it'd, be, it'd be interesting <laughs> if it did happen. I, I can also potentially see Dan Robottom having a weekend in it. Yeah, that could be a possibility. Um, he brings plenty of sponsorship with him, and I'm sure towards the end of the season, if there is any possibility of getting spectators back, then Cataclysm will want to get back in there and set up a stall and so have their name on a car. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I just think that if you give Matt Jackson or Jason Player over a guest drive in inverted commas at any point, it just undermines the whole yes. reason you pulled out for the season. I'm still not entirely sure yeah. how they're back, period. Unless, of course, things have changed behind... I mean, things are changing in this COVID world all the time. Perhaps things have changed behind the scenes. But it was certainly a shock announcement. Yeah. Um, It'll be good to see them out there. And I hope Bushel is competitive as we believe the car to possibly be. Um, I don't think he'll be holding up the back of the field. I think he might get some points. And it's going to sound really uh, odd, this. Because, obviously, touring cars is everybody's dream to drive. But maybe he's just destined to be an engineer because well, <laughs> because you know well you say that the way he stepped in towards the end of the last season obviously stepping in in unforeseen circumstances with Tordoff he did a bloody good job he did but then equally Butcher went off the boil completely well, when, Bush, yeah, when Bushel stepped off being his engineer true now I'm not saying yeah that this is it's not a conspiracy or butterfly effect or anything like that but do you think if Bushel stayed on his engineer Butcher might have won or at least got closer to the championship because his performances fell off a cliff when Bushel left. They might not be linked to it, it might just be bad luck, but I don't no, know. No, I don't think so, because Bushel was still there. Yes, he may not have had as much input, but he would have still been there to bounce off of and work out what's wrong with the car and set it up, surely. But on the back of that, PMR are a big team with big drivers. Mm. It's a hell of a statement to take Mike Bushel as your engineer. And they're going to have good yeah. engineers as it is, because yeah. they're a... Not top team. Well, but is, it, is it a temporary role just for the end of the season so they don't have to pay their top engineers? That's a risk as well, because if he impresses and I have a fear that he will, <laughs> yeah. because if he can prove he can set up different drivers for each weekend to do well, yep. and all, all signs point that he's a good engineer, mm. I mean, he could make himself indispensable to them next year. Yeah, he could. But anyway, that's the PMR stuff. So, I mean, I think it's a blank check for them this weekend. Lord knows what to expect. Is the car going to be... Have they been doing tests on it? I mean, is it going to be competitive? They is it, didn't yeah. attend the Snetterton tyre test, did they? Because they'd already pulled out by no, that point. No, they'd already pulled out by that point, but they had done media day. Yeah, last 
was that 10 years ago now it feels so yeah lord knows what to expect from them uh, who do you think is going to surprise us this weekend Who who's going to have that weekend which makes us sit up and, and notice sit up and notice ooh interesting one I think we're going to see an improvement from BTC this weekend okay. um, they've been pretty poor so far um, and I think they really need to act up to their expectation um, so I think we could have a good weekend from Josh Cook. Well, Cook last year, just to com- completely shout you down, okay. got a 17th, a 10th and a 6th. Right, lovely. Um, so it wasn't great. Uh, Tom Twiling. Chilton had a 12th, a retired and a 12th, so that wasn't great for him either. Uh, and just to carry on, just kicking you while you're down, uh, Michael Crease. 26th, 24th and 22nd. So yeah, your your prediction looks very, very just nailed two on. Two of them are in brand new cars. Okay, and Chris <laughs> Smiley, just to complete the record for you, uh, he also had a pretty torrid time yes, with a 16th and two retirements. So <laughs> your prediction of BTC coming out of the woodwork based on last year, no. But maybe, who knows? Yeah, well, you know... They've got to have a turn in their fortunes at some point. Why can't yeah. it be this weekend? Well, yeah, that's true. I think that the there's two drivers I'm going to go for, because I always like to do the Pat Nevin response and yeah. go for two. Sit on the fence? No, no, no. I think Sam Osborne might get his first podium if the car holds up. Okay. I've been really impressed with him so far. In limited bits we've got of him, I think there's a real racer there. Yeah. And if you can just get that car to work for a whole weekend, I don't see why he can't get on the podium in that car. And he looks... Racecraft is strong. He looks like he belongs here. Yeah. He just needs a car that's not going to keep failing with him. I think Jenny's going to get another uh, win or a podium. I, I think the way he's been going so far, and he does, he does well here as well. This is a track he does quietly quite good at. Do you think the BMW will struggle in the rain? Because my other thought was, uh, how well is Carl Bordley going to do this weekend in that BMW, knowing how good it can be at this circuit, but... Is it going to be that good in the rain? What I would say to that is that historically the one series is better in the rain than the saloon yes. cars. Yeah. Jelly's d- done well in the rain in that car in the past. Even when BMW ran it as eBay Motors, they were better yeah. in the rain than they were in the three series that preceded it. Yeah. So, and also, of course, Jelly's had that car for a long time. He's going to know how to drive that in the rain. Whereas Turkington has had, and he had a season in the three series, and there wasn't rain properly last year until Brands. Mm. Properly. And then yeah. he struggled. Yeah, that was the first really wet weekend with uh, well Silverstone as well. He struggled at Silverstone. Yeah, in the rain. I think that Jenny knows how to drive it in the wet, and I think the one series because of the shape copes better in the wet than the three series. So I still think Jenny could get a podium this weekend. And who's going to let you down then this weekend? Uh, they've let me down all season, BTC. So I'm not <laughs> even going to go near them uh, particularly. I think that we're going to have a bit of a letdown again by uh, I don't know it's difficult because of the potentially changing conditions I don't expect Matt Neal to do very well but then my uh, sort of anticipation for Neal has been lowered somewhat anyway yeah um, who's going to have a bad weekend I think Moffat's going to struggle again I really do in a real ca- drive car in the wet despite how well he did at um, Silverstone last year in the wet part of that was because, because of the tyre call yes yeah, I was going to say part of that he gambled took the tyre he was nowhere until he took the tyre call but he is Scottish and loves the rain he should have won that race though if he didn't spin it coming out <laughs> yeah, of the final corner so but I mean he's also not you know had a stellar season so I think the person we're going to be looking at villain of the day actually is going to be Tom Oliphant I've got a feeling that it's going to hmm. be a really poor weekend and obviously he's now going to win all three races I'm going to look like a right form replay playlist on the review part next week but yeah. 
Yeah, given how well he'd done last time out and actually at Donington as well, he's had a good start to the season on the front. I think he's going to be the one that lets us down this weekend. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I think Carl might struggle this weekend, Carl Bordley. Yeah. Um, because I think it's his first proper time in the wet in this car, and he won't be fully to grips with it yet. Um, I know they had some wet running at the tyre test at Snetterton, but yeah, I think he could struggle. I think the other two that I'm slightly concerned about is this is quite a controversial one is. Ingram, but only because we have such high expectations of him in the wet. Yeah. But I think that if he doesn't win a race this weekend, I'm going to be disappointed. Even though that's probably quite a harsh. <laughs> it's quite harsh. harsh. Yeah. Well, it, it is harsh, and, and it's his home circuit. Yeah, and it, it is harsh because you know somebody has to not win. There's only yes. there can only be yeah. three winners all weekend. You yeah. know. But if it is wet, I would expect Tom to win. If he doesn't or doesn't get close to, I think that will probably count as disappointment. However controversial that might be and I also don't think Senna's going to have a good weekend either oh ok I think Chris does better in the wet generally yeah. uh, and that car new difficult to know where you are yeah. if it rains I think it's going to be quite a bad weekend for Andy all round and unless for some reason that just works in the wet and they absolutely hook it up <laughs> we don't know that's an unknown get a couple entity. of podiums <laughs> well, it's, an, it's an unknown entity isn't it? if they hook it up and it works really well in the wet then yeah. but, but I think it's very difficult to try and do a car in the wet isn't it yes it is Okay then, shall we move on to our predictions for the weekend? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Well, let's get straight into it then. Who's going to be on pole? Sun. Ooh, interesting. He's got the pace in that car. I think this circuit suits him. The only thing that's going to let Sutton not get on pole is him exceeding track limits. <laughs> yeah, Sutton getting which, times deleted. Yeah, yeah, which is the only thing that's kind of hanging over that. So he's but, either going to be on pole or he's going to be 13th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's going to be no in-between. He's going to be on pole or 15th, 16th because of time uh, being deleted. Yeah. I think that if it rains, if it's greasy, if it's just spitting, if it's anything other than dry conditions, Sutton's just going to hook that car up and go up. So far, he did at Donington in, in cold, yeah, greasy-ish conditions. Hooked yeah. it up and was so close to being top. And if it is cold, cooler, and wetter, Turkey with full weight on board. I don't think he's going to be as fast as we can. He'll be in the top ten, but I don't see him pushing for bowl. Okay, well, I'm going for my. I think I've gone for him both times this year already. I'm going for Camish um, for pole. Um, yeah, lighter, like. lighter car than both Sutton and Turkington. As we've said before, light stamp conditions, and he's a qualifying master. He's going to be either on pole or in the top three. It's a bit too early, but I'm worried about that car. Oh, God. Here he's we a, go. Well, this is a revelation. It is a revelation, but it just doesn't look as good this year. I know we have had the Brands Hatch problem, which hasn't helped. We've it, done liveries, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. But yeah, I know Brands Hatch, they have their own problems, but. He fell away so quickly at Donington as well. I'm just not. I don't know. I don't know. It's too early to. It's too early to know for sure. I'm just not quite convinced that that's at the level it was last year. Okay. Or the other teams have moved on and they've yeah. not caught. They've not kept the pace. Well, yeah. I think we can both agree that the Infinity came out of nowhere. Uh, as, is, uh, as is the Ford. Yes. Yeah. Um, so is it a case of other teams? Don't know. Well, that's what I think about. I think this is a crucial weekend for Camish because okay. in these conditions, yeah. if it was dry and the BMWs dominated, then Camish was there or thereabouts in the top five consistently. We go, well, that's the best he could do in, given the circuit and what have you. Yeah. If it's wet and he's not you know, getting podiums and top fives, etc., and beating Colin on track across the three races, 
because of a car problem, I'm hmm. going to be slightly concerned. But yeah, I, I I sort of agree with you. I think next weekend at Knock Hill is going to be the most important for him um, because of how different Knock Hill is to nearly all the other mm. circuits being so tight and twisty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going for Camish for Paul. So I just think that the rain is what's going to level the field off. From here and Croft are dominated by BMW normally. I don't think that the rain's going to stop that domination this weekend so he's got to capitalise on it and I'm just not convinced the car is there I think there's teams ahead of Dynamics this year or Halford sorry this year who are more likely to profit from this weekend those being uh, Motorbase arguably Ingram who's looked really quick and definitely uh, Sutton in the Infinity anyway race one Uh, I've gone for Sutton to win race one. He'll be on pole. He'll blast away. Rero off the line, as we know, is very, very strong. And I just don't... It, once Sutton gets in front, you don't catch Ash Sutton. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for Turkington. I think Turkington will probably be up there in the top five in qualifying because he nearly always is, despite whatever conditions or weight is on board that car. Um, he's normally fairly consistent. Um, and I just... I think he'll probably stay out of trouble. He'll do his normal thing of staying out of trouble. I think there might be a few incidents in the first race. I would agree. I think if Sutton's not at the front or in ahead of Colin, then I think he probably can go into it. I just think that if Sutton's ahead of him on the grid, that mm. I don't see him getting past. I also think that this is it's a very short run to the first corner. Yes. I think this is a track where it's easy to get caught up in trouble, even if you're not, even if you're trying to stay clean. Yeah. I'm not wishing anything on Colin, but I think <laughs> out of the tracks coming up, this is perhaps where you're most likely to get caught up in first corner madness with the short run. Yeah. Um, there and then Croft. Yeah, possibly Croft as well. Yeah. yeah. But you've got that nice... The first sort of half of the lap is quite twisty. You're all going to be close together still. Mm. I think that there's a possibility... As soon as you clear the Hislop chicane, you'll be okay. Yeah. But I think up until then, anything's on. Okay. But we'll see how that goes. And that, that's true for every driver, not just Colin, of course. Yeah. That's true for every driver. Race um, two? Camish. Okay. It's going to... I've done my prediction on the base is going to be wet. Yeah. Or at least greasy. Camish in the first race will consolidate, get the weight off, finish sort of top top six um, in the first sort of race, get the weight off and go through on, in wet, damp conditions. Yeah, that, that sounds a bit like my prediction for Sutton to win the second race. Um, damp conditions... And I think he'll have, he'll do that normal thing of he'll get a poor time in qualifying, recover to in the top six, and then he'll have less weight on board and then come through to win race two. Oh, I'm still not convinced about that Honda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not convinced about having Camish there. Uh, and race three, it's perhaps a bit of a curveball, um, but we've both gone for the same chap. Yeah. It's Ingram. Now, I'm expecting him to be, I'm expecting him to be top six across the front two races, particularly these conditions. Then Colin will pull out 12. If he wins. <laughs> well, he's not going to win race two on our books. That's right. 12 will still get pulled 12 out. 12 will still get pulled out. But I just think that... I don't know. I just expect him to go well here. I just expect him to... Yeah, but I, I could see him getting a couple of podiums. Um, yeah. And hopefully that is included with the race win in the final race. Um, oh, I'm going to make a prediction of eight is actually going to come out of the bag. If that, if that gets true, we're going to get shut down. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that it's going to be Ingram for race three or a complete curveball. Some we've not thought of. It's going to or be. Like Gornal. Yeah, like Hill last yeah. year. It's going to be. Or Osborne even. It's going to be somebody that we don't put down, but 
the grid reversals anybody's guess and if you get the right especially if it's still damp yeah if you get the right people at the front and it, stuff goes your way don't rule out Ollie Jackson race free by the way mm. That's, yep. that, that crossed my mind but I think I wouldn't put him be strong enough to put him down as a prediction but it wouldn't surprise you if something like Ollie Jackson came through to win the race yeah he showed that he's probably got race winning potential with the way he drove last yeah, last impressive. time out very impressed he's one breakthrough driver of the season so far albeit only two races in. <laughs> uh, okay then we'll move on to our commentator bingo indeed so our great commentator god <laughs> Tim Harvey <laughs> And uh, David Addison. David Addison has a few in there. That's true. Um, it's still not going to beat... I can't remember the commentator who said it's a laxative for a short granny. That was probably the best. <laughs> Wasn't that Paul O'Neill? I did think it was O'Neill. I thought it was the person who was commentating with him, but I forget his name. Anyway. Uh, Richard John Neill. There's a Neil in there somewhere. Um, okay, let's go for the one I'm going to say every week until it happens. He's just a passenger. And this weekend, when you get out onto the wet marble... If you lock the wheels up and you're on the wet marble, there's no or grip the grass. there, you're just a passenger. Wet grass, yeah, that's exactly. always where it happens. Oh dear, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think it'll come up at some point this season. It always does. Um, probably more at Thruxton than anything. No, I think it's going to be this weekend because of the rain. If it does rain, it's going to be bloody balmy now. And we're going oh, to yeah, probably. Um, so we all know that the tight headlock chicane at Alton Park... Um, before the little run up the hill and classically someone's going to go side by side into there and then they're going to lose momentum coming out of the chicane. So that's my first one. Okie dokie. Uh, my second one is the BMW it famously struggles in the wet conditions. I mean I'm even doing it in the style now. Um, that's going to come up if it does rain and Colin's not doing particularly well. We'll get the defence to have your jump to become the defence <laughs> council and we'll give his points as to why it's not going so well. Um, because of the mixed conditions we've got this weekend, hopefully, um, we'll we'll probably have a race where we start on wet tyres and we'll hopefully move to slicks. So who is going to be the first to gamble? Yeah, I can imagine him saying something like, a, "Well, if your tongue, if you're if you're uh, Gornell, sorry, yeah. downing 16th, it might be worth just going on to those." Yeah, I can I can see that coming coming to fruition. It's due to qualifying, by the way, tomorrow's a, just gone three, isn't it? Yeah, 20 past three. It's 50% chance of rain there tomorrow Ooh. at that time, so it's going to be there. Get your lap in early. I would also say, looking at the weather app, which is only as, as accurate as a weather app can be, there's a 50% chance of rain from uh, two o'clock onwards, so there's a good chance the track will be wet come qualifying, even if it's not raining at the time, which okay. could produce some really odd times. Yeah. Anyway, final, BMW, uh, final bingo, sorry. Um, you're always getting close to the track limits there because you naturally want to run wide. Now I'm talking about the first corner, of course. Old Hall. Old Hall, yeah. where, I mean, that's been a staple of the touring cars, isn't it? That they used, you always came out there with speed yeah. and ran wide. And we're going to see a lot of people with the black and white flag this weekend, I think. Yeah, how many times are you going to get deleted in qualifying because of that corner? How many warnings are that going to get across the weekend? <laughs> um, and my final one um, is... They're going side by sides down Cascades. Now it's that downhill left-hander which drops slightly off camber, I believe. Um, and if you get a good run through Old Hall, they're normally side by side, but on the outside going down to Cascades. So I reckon there's a good probability that that might come up in one of the races. Well, we shall see. That pretty much wraps up the prediction pod. Um, obviously, yep. you can all laugh at us come Sunday afternoon when we are 
completely wrong and Matt Neal dominates the weekend after I've written him off and it's bone dry and there's not a cloud in the sky. Eh, they're always fun to do. Yeah. Um, We'd love to hear your predictions as well. Give Absolutely. us your pole position sitter and your three race winners. And if you want to come up with some commentary bingo of your own, you're more than welcome to join us in that. Always fun to play along at home. Although I've never actually got one, so I don't know what the euphoria is like. Oh, it's one. wonderful, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, also note that the late start time of the racing on Sunday, it's not going to start until 12 because people live near the circuit and it ruins their Sunday mornings. Uh, you like a lane, don't you? The less said about that, and my views on that, probably the better. Well, at least we do get a lane, hopefully. Oh. Never know. It ruins it because they're now. They're, <laughs> well, the problem is that we're going to they're miss. Gonna squeeze some, everything in. We're going to miss some of the racing from the Saturday as well, which is annoying. Yeah. And you know, you if you buy a house near a racetrack, you've got to expect some noise. <laughs> but anyway. Well, we hope you all enjoy the racing this weekend and we will be back on Monday night with a review of all the racing that we are going to witness. And yeah, we hope you enjoy it. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 